0: We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for November 8th, 2021. And uh, next video is entitled, Schools are masking our children because they're being paid to do so. This parent followed the money. Okay, so I'm just going to let her speak. I believe this is at a school board meeting.
1: I'm here to ask this school board two questions. I respectfully reclaim my time for any and all of your responses. I'd first like to say I have done my research. I have your documentation from Johns Hopkins and OSHA that prove that the mask and the PPM that's being caused through the mask, which is, it's science, you know, stuff that people don't want to talk about right now, prove that they're dangerous not only to the adults who are sitting around wearing them, but most importantly to the children. I also have the letter here that was sent to the superintendent talking about the funds that the state of Illinois and the federal government were going to give them. And then I kept on searching and I kept thinking, with all this information about how dangerous these masks are, and then not to mention this experimental gene therapy they're calling a vaccine, why would this school keep doing this? So I decided to follow the money. And I went through report after report after report. And then suddenly, right there, in the school letter itself, operation... She's
0: got all the paperwork in front of her. She's showing them.
1: ...strategy for K-12 schools' phase preve- prevention. CDC, COVID-19, right here. Completely against the Noonborg Code of the United States of America. I want to ask you this question to this board. Are you in possession of or slated to receive any state, federal, or private funding and or grants from any entity on the condition of universal masking, vaccine, which I guess, again, is experimental gene therapy, or any other COVID-related protocols for staff or students in the entire- than- Of course
0: they are, 100%. I mean, it, there's always a monetary incentive. Satan will always kick that your way.
1: Illinois school system, yes or no? It is a yes or no question. Are you receiving any funds under those conditions or aren't you? Or are you slated to receive them if you don't have them now? We will receive our general student aid as we comply with the rules of Illinois state board. Which right here says universal masking, universal vaccine coming right here this is the rules you're following and i have the letters to show so
0: they'll receive their aid if they comply what i believe he said and yeah and that includes universal masking it'll, it'll include you know universal whatever vaccine and the whole nine yards
1: i'd also like to inform you that i am aware that the state of illinois received five billion fifty four million nine hundred and eighty eight thousand and fifty four dollars for their covid related right here
0: this wow. this
1: this here this here
0: over five billion that's a lot of incentives
1: county or this here school system just the vandalia school system for complete full compliance gets five million seven hundred and fifty dollars yep. six 64- hundred and forty. so
0: she was seeing if they're going to lie to her, lie to her and then she she basically told them the answer to the question so they get over five million for complying with all this garbage And that's quite, that's quite a financial incentive to Satan's minions. It's very, very hard to pass that type of, uh, of, uh, money up.
1: Sorry, $750,647. And they said it's $3,946 and 91 cents per student. That same CDC paperwork right here. States all students have access to learning all students. Not just the disabled who say they can't wear a mask, or not just the ones who are disenfranchised, but all students are entitled to it, who have common sense, and then the parents who had the common sense to do their own medical research and say, no, I'm not going to do that to my kid. That's not healthy for him. We've got evidence right here. It's not not healthy. We don't want to do that. And they've learned that the masks are very dangerous to them, especially children. We're told to leave school or comply this has happened to my family so don't tell me that it doesn't no middle ground no distance learning with computers told to turn laptops back in you can't have it if you're not rolled you can't have it but you can't be rolled because you're not going to be at school you miss another day truancy's coming after you you put us in a corner and you're getting paid to mask our children
0: so that's just the beginning i mean it's mass it's lockdown. it's the testing it's it's in it'll be the kill shot here you know when they're now they've approved it with the Pfizer, the five to 11. So, I mean, you know, that's all part of this
1: question. I have the second question, which obviously I've just proved to you that number one is the answer is yes. Number two, who got the money and what'd you do with it? Nah, nah. I just walked up a sidewalk out here. That's not even swept. You got five million seven hundred and fifty dollars and some odd more dollars. What did you do with it? And which pocket is it in? because right now, this isn't happening. So I got one last statement for you before I go. The Nuremberg Code of the United States of America says, the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent, should be so situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other ulterior form of constraint or coercion, and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved as to enable him to make an understanding and enlightened decision. Hiding $5,750,000 from us and then telling us that you're you're masking our children for their health yeah. is unconscionable. Again, I have just one little final statement here. Just give me one second. You are violating the U.S. Constitution of the United States. I don't care what mandate the state of Illinois gives. You are violating the rights of these children, the rights of these parents, and your own conscience. If you just pledge to that flag, you are standing against it when you do this masking, this universal stuff to get that money. I'd rather see this school in ashes than to see you sit there with your pockets full while you suffocate our children with diapers on their faces. Not only that, but I have seen these children say to me, to my face, that they're letting us wear it on our chin now. We just have to wear it on our chin, but we got to put it on when we're there. So you're teaching them. You're
0: still getting the graphene oxide and the nanoworms. You're still getting a lot of the oxygen restriction. You're still getting the masks that are, that are breeding grounds for the bacteria and the, the virus and things like that. Where I mean, there's all these things regarding the masks that it's doing to you, even if you wear them on your chin, it's still horrific
1: to lie on top of deceiving them into doing something. We are sovereign citizens of the United States of America. And I stand with that flag and the Constitution and the Nuremberg code that goes with it. You have no power. You have no power to usurp the rights of our children or the authority that we have over our children. And because they're not old enough to speak for themselves, we stand and speak for them. Amen. We the people have had enough. You are a notice. You will all be gone if you don't change your ways right now. Uh, With that idea.
0: God willing, in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless her. God bless her and everyone pursuing righteousness. Regarding this whole subject. Mm. So yeah, you got that. And then we have this next report. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy to impose statewide COVID vax mandates after re-election. After re-election. Senior advisor reveals Democratic advisor admits in Project Veritas undercover video that Murphy campaign is hiding COVID vax mandate information from the independent and undecided voters until after this Luciferian scum is re-elected so this is one of his um phil murphy democrat for governor um this is one of his uh this is wendy martinez his senior advisor for phil murphy and she's speaking in spanish she she's saying he meaning phil murphy is going to do it the vaccine mandates but he couldn't do it before the elections huh
2: the
3: independent and would not vote for him if he did the mandate.
0: So the, let me just say, uh, let me back up on that. The independents and undecided would not vote for him if he did the mandates.
3: If he did the mandate. Because they're into all that shit.
0: Because they're into all that S-H-I-T, my, my rights, my S-H-I-T. So that's what how this devil witch views the um, unvaxxed masses or anybody that would want their rights. Because they're... They're into that S-H-I-T, according to her, because, you know, we're we're the ones that need to really, at the end of the day, just die because we're not going along with Satan's plan. My rights, my. Once, you know, we have a win, it's like, all right. So this is Matthew, your manager of New Jersey Forward, and uh, he says. Once you know we have a win, he's like, all right, guns blazing, who cares? Meaning they're gonna go with the vaccine mandates once they know they have their satanic win.
2: Guns blazing, like who cares? I mean, let's do the mandates,
0: let's do this, the X, Y, Z. Let's do the mandates, let's do X, Y, Z.
4: Veritas has obtained hidden camera recordings inside Governor Phil Murphy's campaign, including from a senior advisor who admits to hiding information from voters until after the election in order to appeal to undecided and moderate voters. Pero como si lo mandates? La vaccine mandates.
0: So she's asking her about the the mandates, and the lady, the journalist, is saying the vaccine mandates.
3: California, que está el
0: like California that has the mandate that everyone has to be vaccinated.
3: Now
0: this is the same clip I played before, but where he's saying he's going to do it, but he's going to wait till after the election. No
3: Exactly. Si no no, se tira no independent way. and undecideds. Mm-hmm. The independent deciders would not vote for him if he did the band. Because they're into all that shit. My rights, my s**t.
0: They- you, you just see the disdain these devil, overt Democrats have for anybody that is just pro-righteous, honestly. I, I don't even know how to... Anybody that wants their rights, evidently, is that's just S-H-I-T to this witch. And, and then she says, and they don't care if they kill everybody. Isn't that, you know, she's really done her homework. The exact opposite of what's actually going on with the vaxxed hordes. Shedding their vaccine spike proteins, killing themselves and their other family members that they're around. But see, she's she knows better. She's so educated no, she's so demon-possessed to the toenails and so apathetic that she utters this asinine statement that's the exact opposite of the truth.
3: They don't care that they kill everybody. Well, that, see, that's good to know then that after he wins, then he'll do the mandates, yeah. the vaccine mandates. He will.
0: <laughs> see, she's trying. She's an undercover Veritas person, so she's really trying to get her to, oh, yeah, oh, he will, he will, he'll do them.
3: But right now it's about him winning.
4: It'll be be fine. This appears to be a top-down understanding. (laughs) Matthew Urquio, a manager for New Jersey Forward, which is a campaign project funded by the Democratic State Committee Uh, of New Jersey, he echoes the same sentiment.
3: Do you think he'll do something about that, like the vaccine mandates and stuff? I think so. I think the problem is right now, because it's election season, he's not going
4: to have people say, like, we're going to have a mandate now. You know, for some reason, it's going to piss
0: them off. Oh, for some reason. Yeah, like force vaccine mandates in order to do anything, in order to have a job, in order to eventually travel, in order to get into public building, in order to shop. Which, which is where it's all coming to, you know.
2: I think once you know we have a win, it's like, all right, guns blazing. Like, who cares? I mean, let's do the mandates, Let's do this, X,
3: Y. So you think if he talks about mandates for vaccines now, he won't get elected
4: because it's a lot of pushback. But I think there's some people that, you know, will might push back. If politicians stood as firmly behind their stances as we're led to believe, then why do they feel the need to hide this information from voters? We look forward to hearing from the Phil Murphy campaign and we look forward to releasing the next installment inside of Phil Murphy's campaign very soon. And they just got
0: raided by the FBI for that diary that I believe implicates Hunter Biden or something I don't know the full story on it yet. I, I I had the clip. I, I don't know if I'm going to get to it today or next week, but that's they just got raided because that's um, striking way too close to home uh, regarding that. So let's keep going here. Oh, it's the next video I'm playing. I already I already put it in. I'm way ahead of myself. Sorry. Project Veritas gets FBI rated. James O'Keefe breaks down the FBI in the Southern District of New York. Raid at Project Veritas Journalist Homes and what it means for the future of the First Amendment. So, yeah, this just this is more breaking. It's happened, I believe, in the last 24 hours
4: or 36, I don't know. All right, let's go ahead and play this. By making this statement, I am putting myself at great risk because on November 4th, Project Veritas came under attack. I woke to the news that apartments and homes of Project Veritas journalists, or former journalists, had been raided by FBI agents. It appears the Southern District of New York now has journalists in their sights for the supposed crime of doing their jobs lawfully and honestly, or at least this journalist. I had to think long and hard before making this statement. It's a decision that only I can make. They don't want me to defend myself and immediately try to silence me. That's why the cover letter to the grand jury subpoena we received contains this language. Quote, The government hereby requests that you voluntarily refrain from disclosing the existence of the subpoena to any third party. While you are under no obligation to comply with our request, we are requesting you not to make any disclosure in order to preserve the confidentiality of the investigation and because the disclosure of the existence of this investigation might interfere with and impede the investigation." But while the Department of Justice requested us to not disclose the existence of the subpoena, something very unusual happened. Within an hour of one of our reporters' homes being secretly raided by the FBI, the New York Times, who we are currently suing for defamation, contacted the Project Veritas reporter to ask for comment. We do not know how the New York Times was aware of the execution of a search warrant at our reporter's home or the subject matter of the search warrant as a grand jury investigation is secret. The FBI took materials of current, former Project Veritas journalists, despite the fact that our legal team previously contacted the Department of Justice and voluntarily conveyed unassailable facts that demonstrate Project Veritas's lack of involvement in criminal activity and or criminal intent. Like any reporter, we regularly deal with the receipt of source information and take steps to verify its authenticity, legality, and newsworthiness our efforts were the stuff of responsible ethical journalism and we are in no doubt that project veritas acted properly at each and every step however it appears journalism itself may now be on trial late last year we were approached by tipsters claiming that a copy of ashley biden's diary we had never met or heard of the tipsters the tipsters indicated the diary had been abandoned in a room in which ms biden stayed at the time and in which the tipsters stayed temporarily after Ms. Biden departed the room. The tipsters indicated that the diary included explosive allegations against then-candidate Joe Biden. The tipsters indicated that they were negotiating with a different media outlet for the payment of monies for the diary. The tipsters were represented by attorneys who handled the negotiations with Project Veritas. We investigated the claims provided to us, as journalists do. We took steps to corroborate the authenticity of the diary. At the end of the day, we made the ethical decision that because, in part, we could not determine if the diary was real, if the diary, in fact, belonged to Ashley Biden, or if the contents of the diary occurred, we could not publish the diary in any part thereof. We attempted to return the diary to an attorney representing Ms. Biden, but that attorney refused to authenticate it. Project Veritas gave the diary to law enforcement to ensure it could be returned to its rightful owner. We never published it. Now, Ms. Biden's father's Department of Justice, specifically the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, appears to be investigating the situation, claiming the diary was stolen. We don't know if it was, but it begs the question. In what world is the alleged theft of a diary investigated by the President's FBI and his Department of Justice a diary. This federal investigation smacks of politics. Project Veritas never threatened or engaged in any illegal conduct. Should the Southern District of New York try to take away our First Amendment rights and uncover and publish newsworthy stories without government intimidation, be assured Project Veritas will not back down. Nothing stops at Project Veritas. Let me be clear. Our mission is to serve the public's right to know by illuminating, revealing, exposing information others wish to hide for the wrong reasons. To quote Lord Acton, we believe everything kept in secret degenerates. We don't mislead or conceal. We investigate facts and potential newsworthy information. Sometimes, as was the case here, after we investigate, we decide not to publish a news story. The Project Veritas will run from nothing and we will hide from nothing. We exist for the very purpose of discovering and revealing the truth, and hope to make the world a more transparent place. Now, this is not the first time we have been attacked, and it will not be the last. We know why, we've investigated powerful people, and in many ways, we are the very tip of the spear. But we never break the law. In fact, one of our ethical rules is to act as if there are 12 jurors on our shoulders all the time. And that truth, and the truth, will vindicate us. When the FBI in the Southern District of New York sees reporters' notebooks, it is not just an attack on Project Veritas. It is an attack on every American and our sacred right to free speech and a free press. The First Amendment is first for a reason. It guarantees all the other rights that follow. Because it's all about accountability. Without accountability, freedom itself is an illusion. So the great question is, Is this an indicator in the direction that America is going? We've gone far beyond the point of partisan politics in this country. They ask us to focus on our divisions. They don't ask us to focus on the things which unite us. What unites us is so much more powerful than what divides us. The First Amendment doesn't just matter to people on one side. It matters to people on all sides. That is why I'm calling on all Americans and especially all journalists to stand with us for the right to free speech and the free press and to send a message that the politics of fear will not prevail in the United States of America.
0: Amen. Fear of man bringeth a snare. A lot of this that I'm I'm reporting on today and every so it's it's all based on fear of man. Fear of some situation, fear of man, fear of this or that. The fear of God, though, is the beginning of wisdom, understanding, knowledge, understanding the the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him, meaning God, and he delivereth them. So you want to fear God, you know, not, not man or these situations. So then, next report. Um. Pfizer BioNTech vaccine vials glow fluorescent blue and contain an enzyme called luciferase. A quality inspector for the drug company told LifeSite News, which is a it's a Catholic Christian, uh, website, in an exclusive interview this week. The vaccine glows, at least the Pfizer's, uh, at least the Pfizer's does. Melissa Strickler, who worked for the pharmaceutical giant for nearly ten years, said. Quote, it looks like someone took a blue glow stick, cracked it open and put it in the vial, but only if there is light and it is around a dark background. Uh, Strickler, who worked at Pfizer's large McPherson, Kansas plant, said she has inspected hundreds of thousands of units of vaccines in her career at the company and never once has seen anything do that, not even close. Meaning any other vaccine has never done this. Usually the the fluid in vials are clear like water, she said, but she photographed vials when she noticed the blue fluorescent tinge to the fluid and inquired about the ingredient to the superiors, to her superiors. Strickler said she heard a doctor describe codes for ingredients in the vaccines, including the codes SM102 for luciferase. (laughs) Lucifer, like in the Bible, the light bringer. Yeah, that's why it glows. A glow-in-the-dark enzyme produces... uh, A glow-in-the-dark enzyme produced in fireflies, plants, and fish that uses bioluminescence research. Depending on the different chemicals that's mixed with it, luciferase will glow different colors. The bright blue luciferase was once identified in a report in the Journal of Nature Scientific Reports in 2012. I'll give you a link to that. And is only visible under UV lights of certain wavelengths. Strickler told LifeSite News that she emailed the company and asked if Luciferase was in the COVID vaccine and was told that it was only used in the testing of the vaccine, but would not be included in the final product, which obviously was a lie. But the way I see this, the whole thing is experimental. Strickler said, yeah, it's under emergency use authorization. Still it's, you know, all based on lies as usual. We have, we haven't even seen the Cormenardi labels. And then that was the one that was supposedly approved, but, that's who knows when that would even come and it'll be wicked and evil too but that's the one they're saying got the emergency use authorization it got full approval by the government and that's the one that we we don't have even have access to so they're still using the emergency use authorization one the same as they were before nothing's changed so she says we haven't even seen the court Corminardi labels put on the vials in the plant yet. Strickler said, referring to the trade name for the vaccine that the FDA approved in August. As far as I know, everyone is still receiving the emergency use authorization original product, which is exactly what we've been saying ever since that whole thing broke. In an explosive interview with Project Veritas made public last week, (laughs) so Project Veritas again, Strickler revealed inside Pfizer's emails from high-level employees directing lower-level workers to not discuss the role of aborted fetal cells in the development of its COVID shots with the public. Yeah, we reported on that last week. Then we have this report. COVID nasal swabs examined by scientists revealed danger.
2: Well, the dangers of the dangerous and deadly shots being called vaccines is being documented by honest programs like this one, but intentionally hidden and suppressed by the lying fake politicians, the installed fake regime and, of course, tyrannical sociopathic so-called world leaders, along with the complicit bought and paid for propagandists known as the media. And that's leading a lot of unsuspecting people to this jab. The rest of us are being told that we're gonna take it or be fired, lose access to essential goods, be court-martialed, maybe even prosecuted and locked up in real life. But for the time being, there are many that have some relief. The majority of that group is being told, well, they can pause their adverse events and death if they'll just submit to a nasal swab that tickles their brain every five minutes. So we thought that we should look into what's on these swabs and it turns out that some scientists have documented what Dr. Jean Ruby thinks that you should hear about immediately and she joins us now. So. What is on these blood-brain barrier ticklers?
3: I like that expression. I think that's a great characterization of it, Stu. Look, uh, I'm getting inundated, to be honest with you, with hundreds and hundreds of inquiries and requests to do something on the swab. Let's start from the beginning, okay? These, These nasal swabs are PCR tests. PCR tests are designed for DNA replication. Uh, Coronaviruses, if you could get one in its whole form, a real one, uh, contain uh, only RNA. They don't contain any DNA. And as Dr. Carrie Mullis said, the inventor of the PCR test, it really doesn't diagnose anything. So so look, people have to stop getting these nasal swabs. Um, First of all, the CDC recalled the PCR test, which is conducted through a very invasive High, highly placed swab up in the nose. I've got a little bit of a prop today. Look at how long it is. Okay, I mean, and they they get it in there and they twist it one way and they twist it the other way, it's very, very dangerous. First of all, why are we surrendering to testing when we're perfectly healthy? If your doctor came to you and said, you know, Stu, I know your heart's in great shape, you run a few miles every day, (laughs) but I wanna do a cardiac cath and get in there and really see what's going on. You'd think he was out of his mind. So why are we surrendering, some of you, to these tests when you're perfectly healthy? Exactly. But let me share with you the dangers around Uh, getting these invasive nasal swabs. First of all, one of the biggest risks is breaching the blood brain barrier because they go way too deep and they could go in the wrong direction. You have no idea who the person administering the swab to you, you never met before. You don't know what their credentials are. You don't know if they're skilled in doing it in a protective way. Uh, But let's talk about some of the complications of these nasal swabs. In a study done at Trinity College uh, uh, in Dublin, they found that there were nanoparticles in many of the swabs in their samples. This causes brain damage. Um, Another group of researchers has found over and over again, Stu, the presence of ethylene oxide, Mm -hmm. which is very, very poisonous.
0: We're talking about that next.
3: It's used in antifreeze and pesticides. And a lot of these companies are saying, well, it's what we use to sterilize it. Okay, but you're putting it inside a human being. uh, And I provided a picture so that people can. It's it's highly carcinogenic, meaning it causes cancer. See exactly the trajectory of this swab, how high it goes up. It, it interferes and, and, and touches. and goes
0: to the cribiform plate, which is a which is the external and internal access point into the brain. Essentially, there's a me, it's a mesh, very extremely delicate. It's not something you should ever be messing around with, and you have totally unqualified people just reaming these horrible COVID spiky test swabs that aren't cotton. If they're in those packages, they're they're like a hard spiky plastic that are going in there by design on purpose to get in there and rip that up to implant the hydrogel, to implant the ethylene oxide, and only God knows what else, the nanoworms, the things that have been photographed by microscopes on these test kits that I've went over over and over again. Every bit of this is a genocidal um, program to wipe out humanity, and this is just one part of it.
3: Which is the... the uh, the material, you know, the the natural fibers uh, around the olfactory nerve. These swabs can cause deep sinus infections. Many people have been reporting these to me. They last for weeks. They require repetitive rounds of many different types of antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Where else is it coming from? They're very persistent. Let me share some other information with everybody on this. Um, there's a paper that was put out in Principia Scientific International called Nasal COVID Swabs with Nanoparticles Cause Brain Damage. Their concern, Stu, is the breaching of that blood brain barrier because the nasal pharyngeal swab is done with this long cotton tip into the nasal cavity. A lot of times, the technique is to go into both nasal cavities, twist it and turn it uh, in order to collect a sample of cells and mucus particles
0: Supposed- well, it's also a form of torture i forgot that part it's it's a form of torture. there there was a, a photograph of one of the ways they used to torture i think slaves in egypt and it was this exact procedure like going back to antiquity that they would do with the COVID nasal swabs exact procedure they would do to i believe punish people punish slaves that type of thing so you know it's it's been well known as a torture method for you know ages
3: to be analyzed later on the key cause of their concern they say is that these intrusive swabs make contact with the delicate cellular barrier at the top of the nasal passage which is in very close it's, it's a very unusual part of our anatomy it's in very close proximity to our brain yeah. when these nanoparticles for those swabs that are carrying uh you know these nanoparticles when they get near if they transfect over into the brain. Uh, the, they can actually be disseminating cellular messengers. And that's
0: why they're doing it there, because they know how easy the, that process happens.
3: That can cause damage to your own real DNA in your own cells that are actively trying to replicate in a healthy way. Uh, I wanted to share with you also some something from uh, Kevin Galata, who wrote an article, a scientist called PCR tests and the depopulation program because it really gives you a little more insight into what's happening when you stick this apparatus dangerously on or close to your olfactory nerve right it says here the olfactory nerve is the only cranial nerve that has stem cells which enable it to continually renew and regenerate uh, throughout your life these stem cells are called
0: and the olfactory nerve also is the cranial nerve that um has everything to do with your sense of smell Okay, so this is also probably why a lot of people have lost their sense of smell because the the testing, the nasal swab testing alone is a factor. Also, if you're depleted in zinc and we know that whatever this COVID bioweapon is, it rapidly depletes zinc and that will cause loss of not only smell but also taste. So if you've experienced those things it's a pretty good indicator that your body was depleted of zinc and guess what that's how hydroxychloroquine works it's it's a anti-malarial drug but it works by mobilizing all your zinc stores and throwing that at whatever it's trying to battle but that in and of itself would deplete your zinc that's why hydroxychloroquine really doesn't work without zinc because if you didn't have the zinc to begin with and you just took it It'd be like whipping a tired horse. There's nothing there for it to give. And I would just rather do the zinc and all the other stuff I've mentioned and not have to rely on the drugs.
3: And sheathing cells, okay? All right. And in plain English, what they're basically saying is these are the cells that protect the olfactory nerve and it's an aid in its regeneration. You damage that. Yeah. Um, you, you, you can damage something that's self replicating so much so that it cannot repair itself. Yeah. So look, the bottom line is, everybody you're not getting a real diagnosis from it, number one, and you are at risk, it's dangerous, you're at risk for infections, worse, a serious injury to, to your olfactory nerve that's permanent and and, and damage that crosses into your blood brain barrier. On a positive note, Stu, you can demand and you should demand if you're gonna surrender to any kind of you know alternative to the jab, because really what this is, in my opinion, is a soft surrender you know, okay, I can get away with, you know, not complying with tyranny for the jab, and I can buy some time in my job. And I don't mean to mock it. But to be honest with you, you're running a lot of other risks that are permanent that you may have to deal with in your life. So what can you do if you absolutely are not ready to allow them, you know, to fire you or wherever you are in that process, you can demand saliva, you can demand breath, breathalyzing, you can demand gargle. You know, we know these are all ways to collect Mucus cells in the surrounding area that that may or may not, you know, we're going to send it to the PCR testing, which is going to end up in a dead end or a fake positive or a fake negative. It's just all so ridiculous. The dude. scariest Stop thing about tested. everything
2: that you're saying right now, and I'm reading on the screen, carcinogens, parasites, viral materials discovered by scientists in these PCR tests. That you're right. The inventor said these don't diagnose anything. They're completely failed. Uh, The inventor said this, but lying Fauci, you know, he continues this. The scariest part about this is our kids at school are being subjected to these tests if they have some COVID-like symptoms, you know, symptoms that go along with the branded product being marketed as COVID-19. They get sent to the nurse's office. Who in the hell knows who this nurse is, number one? Uh, or is their teacher giving it to them? Or is the cafeteria lunch aide, the sandwich lady? Uh, or exactly. the custodian? I mean, who the hell is giving these things to our kids? They're shoving them up their nose like we saw in this picture. Uh, and, and God only knows what is happening look to our kids. I mean, this is, this is awful. God, Lord, please protect our children. Do not let our children pay the price during this fight.
3: Yeah. Two things, Stu. I want to, you know, pull the kids out. Don't, you don't know what's going on. Okay. Pull them out. We're DEFCON one now on that topic. Number two, you have to understand these swabs are part of this whole program. Okay. Um,
0: Slave training program.
3: They, they actually make perfect sense if the actual purpose is to insidiously infect and harm you. You're not getting benefit from these jabs. Why would you think you're not going to be harmed by these, by these swabs? And like you said, Stu, way too many scientists have appeared on your show. They've, they've come public. They've, they've explained. They've done individual examinations of random samples of these swabs. It's not worth the chance. They're finding, like you said, parasites these little black worms when they steam them out. Who knows what's in there in terms of nanoparticles? It's a delivery system. Stop allowing yourself to
2: be tested. And the same thing goes with the masks, by the way. There have been plenty of studies out there, uh, microscopy experts taking a look at these, scientists examining and analyzing what's coming, uh, you know, on these masks from China and from wherever the hell else they come from. We've seen videos of them laying on a dirty floor in Indonesia Uh, Where they're, you know, then shoving them into a box with their unprotected hands, they probably just got done picking their boogers and eating them. I mean, you know, wiping their ass. Who, who in the heck knows what's? Sorry, that one slipped by me. What's all over these masks that are then being strapped on the face of your kid? That is true. A lot of the places where these things are being made are beyond unsanitary. When he goes into the hockey arena, thank God, my son, they they wouldn't be playing hockey if they had to do it. But, I mean, there are people that I have spoken to. Their kids are playing outdoor sports, particularly in the South. They're running track. Uh, They're playing baseball down in Florida, football practice. They're exerting themselves. They're heavily breathing in Mm. these toxins that are on these masks. The PCR tests now we're finding out, and we already know about the shots. The whole thing is a huge diabolical. uh, One
3: last thing. Every doctor or nurse who's telling you the truth will tell you that the main portal of entry for an infection are the eyes and the nose. Okay? You touch something, you put your fingers in your nose, you rub your eyes. You're not going to put a mask over the eyes and nose. That's how we knew from the get-go that the mask covering the nose and the mouth was baloney. Especially when they told the the,
2: the tall tale giveaway for me was when they told you that you can use your own homemade masks. I mean, come on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
3: Yeah.
2: Now, I I mentioned that like two years ago or not, almost two years
0: ago when this all broke. And I said, listen, the only way, if this COVID-19 thing is what they say, the only way to really do it right is to have a full face gas mask with a rubber seal and you better shave all your facial hair so it can create a nice seal to the face because that's the only that's the only thing that's where you're going to actually prevent spreading now granted you could you could then you know have it on your hands or or whatever have it on your clothes and touch them once you got home and took the mask off and do it you know so you know might as well just go with the whole hazmat suit in that regard and then make sure you're gonna you know uh decontaminate yourself uh you have a decontamination chamber when you go into your house to totally decontaminate you before you actually can strip off the biohazard suit i mean it you know the insanity would never end okay so i'm continuing on and i'm probably going to just skip through this part because it's well somewhat the covid rapid tests which i've had a lot of people over the last many months asked me about the rap I really didn't know a lot about the rapid test I didn't know a lot about them <clears throat> now I believe let me just c- confirm that okay so I'm watching this I don't know US Admiral why an admiral's demonstrating this I have no idea demonstrates the new rapid COVID-19 test as distribution set to begin now this was last year okay this is, um, you don't have to put this all the way up in into the cribriform plate, which obviously would be much better. The whole thing's a scam, though. The whole thing's a lie, and only God knows what this is implanting into your head. But it's something that you can, I guess, do at home. You put six drops of um, this liquid on a, on a the little thing it comes in, and then you remove the swab and the seal thing it's probably covered with eo and only god knows what else and you twirl it you you do three times in each nostril and then you put it into the pre-moistened thing that you just um the, the liquid that just came and then i guess you wait three minutes and then it'll tell you if it's positive or negative let me just see if he says anything that else.
1: is the test it really could not be easier than this this is a very sophisticated Little piece of cardboard oh, with yeah. lots of antibodies yeah. and incredible technology uh-huh. oh, yeah. into that. Yeah. Right. We've already shipped sixty-five thousand of these to disaster
0: operations in California. Okay, so that's the rapid test, which is different. Obviously, it's it's you know, I I I think it's all a scam. It's all garbage. But the fact remains is that it would be a major upgrade to the uh, brain biopsy standard nasal swab that they've been doing. He even referred to it. the other one as a brain biopsy, which, i it's funny, here, let me just let him say that again. It's almost like tongue in cheek, but at the same time, why did he say that? Let me just, let me let him speak with his own words here. ...straight a self swab for you to show you just exactly how easy the test is performed. So, um, literally, it almost... Admiral Brett Gerori, whatever, Assistant help Assistant Secretary of Health and Human Services
1: could not be easier it starts with six drops of liquid onto this piece of paper one two three four five six and then there's a nasal swab and again this is uh this is not the deep brain biopsy that we talk about uh this will generally done by a healthcare. Now,
0: what on god's green earth is he why did he say that a deep brain biopsy well that's what you're doing when you access the cribriform plate six inches six inches into your head so it, it, i was kind of looking for a, like is, is he being sarcastic is there a little smile there no he just he was deadpan so that's very strange to me so that's the rapid test okay it's it but it comes in a very similar thing it's a sealed thing it's probably um well here let's just talk about it here um, a union called IZOTA or Equality that represents public sector workers is calling for the Wuhan coronavirus rapid tests. Now, this is the same for the um, for the vast majority of the PCR tests that are the brain biopsy ones that he referred to to be suspended. These are the rapid tests from after from use after it was discovered the swabs contain ethylene oxide, which is what we've been warning about on the PCR tests. It'll say E-O on the outside. Not all of them have it, uh, but most of them, I believe, do. The cyprus based union says the current requirements mandating testing every 72 hours be immediately discontinued in order to protect the health health of workers who are constantly being exposed to this toxin. The European Chemical Agency says the ethylene oxide, which used to coat and sterilize both the fraudulent PCR and the rapid test for the Chinese virus is toxic, mutagenic, and carcinogenic when inhaled. And they're, they're not just letting you inhale it. They're putting it right into your nose. So whether whether they're putting it right into the, uh, the with the rapid test, it's a lot more palatable because you're not going so far into the head. It's not so traumatic, but you're still getting the ethylene oxide. You're still getting potentially things like hydrogel, um, or the um, nanotech or the nanoworms that they have um, photographed with high-powered microscopes. Um, so, and we've played all those videos and I've given you all the links to them. You can watch them yourself. And I've got a whole file on, on the testing thing that just keeps growing and growing. Uh, since the tainted swabs are being jammed up people's nasal cavities, sometimes multiple times per week, week, ethylene oxide is almost certainly being inhaled and potentially planting seeds of chronic disease. Well, it's all the them. You know better for the new order boys and they use it to sterilize many types of medical devices and um in the european union ethylene oxide is prohibited in food production and under eu regulation uh the highest amounts allowed in residue is specified at 0.05 mgs per kilo okay So not very much. In the Fauci flu rapid test, however, the amount of ethylene oxide detected is around 0.36 milligrams per kilo, which is more than six times the allowable level under current government guidelines. See, that's what this ministry is. It's watchmen. I'm trying to watch out for you. So you might think, oh, the rapid tests are okay, because I really didn't know what to tell people about them for a long time. But... Now this comes out and, you know, just confirms, you know, a- anything having to do with this at all, everything having to do with it is all part of a satanic agenda to kill you or to maim you or to sterilize you or to change your DNA or to fill you full of nanotech or, and parasites, forgot that, and graphene oxide and several other things. So there is nothing about this agenda that is good or that you can trust, nothing. It's all evil. There's nothing redeemable at all. The current EU standards state that a food product can be recalled from the market even where a single ingredient in the foodstuff is shown to be tainted with ethylene oxide at the lowest levels detectable, including where the ingredient in question comprises the smallest amount of the foodstuff percentage wise. So this stuff is really, really bad. Oh, and keep in mind if not most, of of the available rapid tests for the chinese virus come from other other than china who wants to kill us off and and bring us into their social credit score system and decimate the american population so that they can bring their replacements in because they believe they own the united states anyway i've talked about that in previous studies it is thus not a surprise that they contain hidden chemicals that are damaging people's health, on top of the vaccines and face masks. How ridiculous! Why would Chinese communists want to harm us using cotton swabs? Well, number one, I doubt they're cotton; they're they're most likely the, the spiky uh, plastic-like stuff they're using. Uh, this was asked by one commenter: um, "How how ridiculous? Why would communist Chinese want to?" harm us with cotton swabs and then they go on to say sarcastically surely the communist chinese party are the most noble and honorable people who only wish to sell the products to us safely surely yeah they're notorious for selling garbage and things that are tainted and that's that's happened for decades okay another note another wrote that it was obvious since the beginning of the scandemic that the testing is part of the poisoning process again it is all part of the poisoning process i agree and nothing yet about the graphene oxide also found in the masks and the same testing swabs another wrote about additional toxins found in the pandemic protocol what about reports that under the microscope bits of the test swabs break off and remain lodged in the upper nasal passages causing inflammation yeah we talked about that too asked another again my my file on just the testing kits alone is voluminous now just gigantic Um, then next report here, intelligence agency warns that China is creating a global genetic database with COVID test kits. And, and I didn't even mention that just now, but this, not only they producing the tainted test testing kits, but they're using it as a global genetic, uh, data mining, data gathering, DNA gathering plan. That's what China's doing. And the biotech firm buys up Okay, let me just hold on, let me say that again. Intelligence agency warns that China's creating a global genetic database with COVID test kits and biotech firm buy-ups that could give it dominance over U.S. healthcare industry and a, defi- and a decisive military edge. Intelligence officials on Friday warned of China's threat to the U.S. private sector. National Counterintelligence and Security Center painted an alarming picture. An official said China is involved in the COVID-19 tests and genetic testing that could ultimately leave the US healthcare sector dependent upon Beijing. Wouldn't, they would like nothing more than that. And a population totally devastated from the kill shot and sterilized or anybody that did have kids would have your sweet tooth version. If you don't know what that is, just key in sweet tooth, one word in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. We talked about the new Netflix uh, sweet tooth series that is beyond disturbing. Babies being born with black eyes and all kind of weird stuff, yeah, that were on from the double vax. Typically, anyway, it is part of a push to use tech dominance to gain mili- uh, military edge, said the report. It comes after two senior Pentagon figures warned the U.S. was losing to Beijing, and amid growing tensions over the island of Taiwan. That was that was on the Daily Mail, and they're as liberal as you could get. Okay, so. You know, they even are totally come out and saying China is creating a global genetic database with the COVID testing kits. So every time you submit to testing, you're helping China out just a little bit more. Not only are they contaminating you with ethylene oxide and only all the other stuff we've mentioned, but you're, they're also collecting your DNA and monitoring you in that particular regard. Uh, then this, Very disturbing are blacks getting a different COVID-19 vaccine than whites? A black woman in Brooklyn, New York, reveals that she finally decided to go get a COVID-19 vaccine and felt the Moderna one would be the one she wanted. Hey, great choice. Uh, So instead of going to get a vaccine in her black neighborhood, where she feared it wasn't being done right, she decided to go to what she said was a white area. She chose Columbia, University of Presbyterian Hospital, and registered on the website to get the vax. She says that, in the website registration it asked for her race and she selected white even though she was black (laughs) when she got to the appointment to get the vaccine the nurse went to the computer to verify the information and allegedly told her you're not white (laughs) she couldn't see that i mean i don't know you're not white i can't give you this (laughs) what (laughs) are you serious (laughs) and refused to give her the vaccine i got the video you can listen to it but i'm just going to read you this um if this is true account of what took place then it begs the question are white people being given a different vaccine than black people if so why is one group being intentionally targeted for different results and i've talked about race specific bioweapons for years and this whole COVID thing's all about that america being targeted by this has a lot to do with china and a lot to do with whatever their plans are for each race okay so all the more reason why not to mess with it uh so there's the link you can click on and then this is also related to this VARES reveals death by lot number specific states get certain COVID vials and this is very brief, but the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting Center, or VAERS, collects information that the CDC is supposed to use to determine the safety of vaccines that have been released for the public. That system has revealed some shocking information about specific lot numbers that seem to be causing more damage and death than others. Now, I'm not going to play this one. I've already played so many, but it's Dr. Jane Rubin, Stu Peters discussed that. I give you the link. You want to, I just kinda of threw that in there just to let you know, you know, there's some really weird fishy stuff going on with on a lot of areas regarding this vaccine. And there's nothing I wouldn't put past Satan regarding this. Uh, Next report, emergency rooms across America getting flooded with patients suffering from acute organ failure and debilitating, debilitating symptoms. Media claims it has nothing to do with the COVID vaccines. No, nothing, nothing to see here at all, even though that's what's causing most likely every bit of it. Most U.S. hospitals, it turns out, were as empty as could be prior to the release of the jabs. Some and a lot, but, you know, not all. Once the COVID Biden boosters get into people's arms, the entire healthcare system could collapse from all the sick patients they create. National Public Radio, NPR, which is extremely liberal, is flabbergasted by a major uptick in emergency room emissions across the United States. I've always said they're going to blame this on the unvaxed. I said that before they started administering the un We We predicted this, and a lot of other people did too, that obviously the vaxxed are going to shed the viral spike proteins and all the other garbage they're shedding. And especially if you're having a lot of close contact with let's say the husband got it and he, you know, shed to the wife and his kids and these types of people. That was all by design and purpose. And then the Vax themselves are gonna be super spreaders. we just heard it was 250 times the viral load in their nasal passages on average, the Vax uh, uh, as opposed to the unvaxed. you know, only 25, over 25,000% more viral particles in the uh, nasal passages, nothing to see here, no big deal. And um, I've always said, though, all of that was going to end up being blamed on the unvaxed, and that's why they wanted to get the vaccine in everybody's arms too, as much as possible, so they could blame it ultimately on the unvaxed. When it's the exact opposite, even though it's painfully obvious that the fully vaxxed Americans are getting sick in droves, NPR is chalking it up all to a mystery. Surprised they wouldn't blame it all on the unvax. I mean, I can't believe it. In Lansing, Michigan, for instance, Sparrow Hospital has seen a massive swarm of very ill patients having to be lined up on stretchers in the facility's hallway due to a shortage of available beds. It's hard to watch, said Tiffany Dusang, the emergency room's nursing director. I always feel very, very bad when I walk down the hallway and I see that people are in pain or are needing to sleep or needing quiet, but they have to be in the hallway. As you can see, 10 or 15 people walking by every minute. I mean yeah it sounds like they're bursting at the seams now and i don't know every single hospital but sounds like a lot uh, i keep seeing more of these reports at the start of the wuhan uh scandemic long before the so-called vaccines were made available though operation warp speed uh sparrow hospital was fairly normal once the jabs became widespread however the sick really started to pour in exactly most US hospitals, it turns out, were as empty as could be prior to the release of the jabs. It was only, and we we reported on that many, many times prior to them introducing the kill shot. Um, and it wasn't ubiquitous on every single, because it seemed to be, there were certain areas where people were getting the COVID swabs and they were really getting sick. And there were some areas that I think they were beta testing on just with the really really hardcore covid swabs whatever they were putting on them that they were really producing a lot of sickness in the hospitals that's why you can't really make a blanket statement about all this but this is a fact what is going on that we're talking about here um and so going back to this uh, once the biden boosters got into people's arms the entire healthcare system could collapse from all the sick patients they create doctors and nurses say that the severity of patient illnesses is all over the map some patients are complaining of abdominal pain while others are having trouble breathing there are lots and lots of blood clots we know that's coming from the graphene oxide and at least that um which have a common occurrence in people who get injected with a spike protein by a weaponry disguised as you know medicine there's also a surge of patients suffering from cardiovascular events failed suicides acute organ failure and an array of debilitating symptoms many of these patients can no longer work and have trouble just getting through the day so isn't that wonderful so we have that that's going on right now and i'm obviously i'm being sarcastic it's just uh um i wish these people would have done their homework better uh this is just a report just one out of thousands like this take the kill shot and die no excuses campbell river man experiences non-stop seizures among so many other horrific symptoms after his first moderna covid kill shot my daughter sent this to me and um she said let me tell you what this says the guy has had non-stop seizures and now pneumonia and organ problems a few days after getting his first moderna shot he was super healthy doesn't drink or smoke and runs long distance every day his neurologist told him not to get the second dose but he's worried because they aren't offering medical exemptions so in other words it's better to take the second dose and probably die this time than the horror of of not uh, of not having being able to get a medical exemption for whatever i mean this is how brainwash people i guess are where it's like well if i have to die i'll die i just don't want to offend anybody the government or the medical system i mean literally that's kind of what it's telling me he's worried because they aren't offering medical exemptions where he's at what kind of garbage is this so now in some places even if you're in an icu in the hospital from taking the kill shot you still have to get your second shot that's why i said take the kill shot and die yeah no excuses none satan doesn't want to hear it he don't care you have to take the second shot that will literally kill him i'm so over this whole thing it's becoming more blatantly wicked by the day there were, and then i added in the report reads after being brought successfully out of a coma <laughs> she didn't even mention this part he had a burst blood vessel in his arm from the blood clot in the area of the vaccine imagine that could have knocked me over with a feather i don't believe it i don't believe these shots these clot shots could cause a blood clot no way anyway he could hardly walk and he had a droopy right eye as well as body aches a pinched nerve in his hip as well as pneumonia and a lung infection from the breathing tube and a bladder infection no big deal he had non-stop seizures initially after getting the kill shot pneumonia and organ problems as well and this guy didn't drink smoke um runs long distance every day all that stuff didn't help him at all. And he's worried about if he doesn't get the second. What What about the third one, buddy? And the fourth. They're already talking about the fourth booster. What about the pills you have to take in addition to it? That's what I'm saying. You, you, you just dig your heels in. This is lime in the sand stuff. You don't comply with Satan. Period. Nelson was happy to get his first dose of the vaccine, but any connection to it has been yet to be proven. Any connection to all these symptoms that we just said? No, they just happened out of the blue. No correlation, whatever. Well, what is that expression people will sometimes say? Correlation doesn't equal causation or whatever. I get that garbage sometimes on, on, on the Provax people of course i'm not talking about my listeners i'm talking about just people i've interacted with in the past they they love to throw out their little catchy little limericky type sayings to me to hope to wow me with their intelligence so none of this correlation equals what happened to him at all it's just a big mystery and it's just happened millions and millions of times in people across the globe including most likely millions of deaths from this that are being covered up ongoing by the day millions of adverse reactions, there's no correlation though saying the kill shot caused any of it none at all, and and there's people in the vaccine, uh, branch, Covidian cult, and they will go to their grave saying no, it's not the shot it's not the shot, it's the unvax that did this to me They'll blame the unvaxxed to the day they die. Whatever. Then he goes on to say, I chose to get my first one because I just wanted life. I wanted life to try and be as normal as possible. Well, that didn't work out too good for you. You cannot go to Satan to get a remedy to try to restore your normalcy. Doesn't work too good. Then he said, I was just trying to do my part for the community and stop the spread of the virus. Even though you carry a 251 times viral load after your vax and you become a super spreader and infect your family and anyone around you, you're not doing your part for the community and you're not spreading this and you're not stopping the spread of anything. You are a super spreader. But because people don't do their homework and they're totally consumed with the fear of man and they're totally brainwashed by by mass mainstream media and they're totally demon infested with demons that are constantly deluding them and deceiving them and they just want to go along to get along and keep the status quo well this type of stuff happens i'm sure i left a whole bunch of things out there that i could have included it's just maddening to see this insane behavior Canadian doctor, 62% of patients vaccinated for COVID have permanent heart damage. And evidence of blood clotting due to the spike proteins connecting and clotting with their platelets. Vax patients should get the D dimer test to evaluate tiny blood clotting within seven days after the shots. Each shot has. I don't know. If, I, I think they mean forty trillion packets of messenger RNA. That's not too much. Only forty trillion packets of messenger RNA that rewrites your DNA and changes you into something not fully human. What's the big deal? Didn't God tell us that it's okay to change our DNA? Isn't that what isn't that what Genesis six was all about? It's fine to change your DNA. Look at... It it resulted in such good fruit. In Noah's day. You know, it did. No, God just had to hit the reset button, kill every every animal and human. Or if there was any fully human on the planet. I don't know. I imagine there was. Who knows? And start over with eight people on the ark and the animals. It's, it's no big deal. Yeah. So... Um, each shot has 40 trillion packets of messenger RNA with attached spike proteins to stimulate your immune system. Oh, to supposedly make antibodies. That's 80 trillion in two shots. But you don't know all of the inflammatory damage being caused by the cytokine storm. Which is an overreaction in your immune system, which can actually lead to one death. To one's death of especially older patients with comorbidities. Through inflammatory agents such as IL or interleukin-6, TNF-alpha, and other T-killer cells that are fighting against the disease. The blood clotting in the lungs leads to pulmonary artery artery hypertension, which can lead to heart failure after about three years as the result of the vaccine. So Fauci escapes liability again. He's not going to escape liability in hellfire, though, or the lake of fire. Guaranteed on that. I'm not making any of this story up as, as it's been confirmed in this doctor's eight-minute testimony in the article below. Be aware, the government fact-checkers will swear up and down. There's no evidence of a, of a cytokine storm regarding these vaccines, but can you imagine them using deceptive language to reject any evidence contrary to their perfectly safe kill-shot narrative? Well, anyway, here's the link if you want to listen to the, to the video there. Um, then we have, now we're going to go into listener comments. Listener comment. A homeless man is hearing voices after one COVID shot. A longtime listener Virginia sent me this. She said, I talked to a guy who was holding the sign asking for money today. Now, these are longtime listeners that I'm reading you from. After I gave him a little money uh, and during the conversation, I said, they're trying to hook our brains to the internet. Now, she meant through the COVID kill shot, okay, through the nanotech that's in it, through the graphene oxide that interfaces with the 5G. Then the homeless man said, I know I'm hearing voices after the shot. He had only taken one shot. He was hearing voices. You know why? Because there's a gigantic demonic component to the shot that I don't talk enough about. And two, who knows on a particular given person how much that graphene oxide and how much that nanotech might be um, interlinking with the neural components of the brain and actually causing something like that. I don't know if it was purely demonic. I don't know if it was the tech or a combination of both. But you're going to see a lot more of that and then she said i said don't take anymore the next one might be the mark of the beast he said this one already is now obviously you know my stance on the mark of the beast but you see what they're saying though i mean they're he's saying he feels like he's already taken the mark of the beast i talked about the lord and, and said he and i would be praying for him he told I told him there were some supplements that might help him, but he had to run and catch a bus. He seemed like he was sober, not drinking or doing drugs. Um, next report, another long-time listener. Bombshell update. Spiritual consequences of taking the kill shot. He said, hi, Scott. To recap, the friend that I've been emailing you about was a former spiritual mentor of mine. So a Christian, former spiritual mentor of mine. I believe he was very strong in the faith before taking the kill shot. I spoke with him earlier today and received a confirmatory result. He is now dropping F-bombs and C-bombs. Now, the C-bomb, I think is even worse than the F-bomb. It's the it's the one about the woman's reproductive system. The C-bomb is in the letter C, yeah. He's dropping that every other word. Now, he's just talking to him. The guy's dropping F-bombs and C-bombs, every other word. Swearing like a truck driver, as they say, has become much more accusatory toward God. He also told me that he has begun smoking marijuana. Now, again, I've done whole studies on marijuana. The the you know, like if you're gonna use it to get off opiates or something like that, or in the treatment of certain types of cancer, that's one thing. But if you're gonna use it to yeah, man, I'm just gonna get high and live like this, and no, I don't agree with that. So I've done two different teachings on marijuana. Um, regarding that okay uh, that you can access just can marijuana in there i've done ones on vaping the whole nine yards okay so um the cliff notes version to this whole thing uh the bottom line is that this is not the same guy he knew his spiritual mentor I wasn't sure before if I was misreading the situation now I'm just about positive that the kill shot did this to him because he's been seeing this change. And now it's it's gotten a lot worse it was very strange feeling as if i don't know what if anything i could do for him uh brother i really don't know if someone can come back after taking it i've read many comments on youtube videos that seem to confirm this as well i had that one listener rebuke me saying oh no i've led i don't know two or three people the lord that took the kill shot and they're in full repentance and they regret it okay i mean listen the Bible says, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? I don't want to sit here and try to limit God and say, oh, I know that this damns you to hell. I'm not going to say that. I'm just saying I wouldn't mess with it if it was me, okay? I would avoid it like I'd avoid the mark of the beast for all the reasons I've mentioned for the last almost 20 months since I started covering this. I mean, literally, we're at, we're at, right now we're at, because um, I started reporting on this in the start of January of uh my word yeah january of, of 2020 and we're um into november so about 20 months i've been talking no no i'm sorry 22 months because there's 12 months of year time too yeah 22 months and so i don't know, what i'm saying is i sure wouldn't mess around with this stuff it, it's you know i'm just saying now also my point on that also is what if some of these people that thought they took it got the saline shot and they they were untouched they thought they were but they were untouched but then they got they got the memo on all this stuff and were like oh man what have i done again i i don't know i'm not god i'm not saying i got all the answers i'm just throwing stuff out there you know take it to the lord in prayer I, i don't know i wouldn't mess with it um another very long time listener who goes by Psalm 64. <laughs> uh, if you haven't heard my teaching on Psalm 64, it could I think it could help you. It, it helped me quite a bit. Um, anyway, listener comment regarding the COVID kill shot. My sister-in-law is a retired DA um, in Oklahoma and continues to be very active in our state. She attended nine funerals in three weeks, all died post COVID kill shot. Only nine funerals in three weeks? All post-COVID kill shot? What? There's nothing to see here. This is another long-time listener telling me this. She said, When my brother told me, I thought he was kidding. Nope, he wasn't. I personally know six people who had medical emergencies post-jab, three heart attacks, two requiring pacemakers, two with severe gastro issues, and one where her eye no longer synced up, causing vertigo. She and her husband, the one that had the heart attack with the pacemaker, regret severely their decision and have repented. Now, again... okay praise god i'm glad that's the case um again i'm not saying it unsaves you I, I just man okay <laughs> i hope you can see why though i would be um very concerned for them you know anyway um she said i was able to share with them the info on the knack the fulvic acid, etc., which they are now taking. Man, I got some really good testimonies on this last week, just from Knack, the Silver. I should read them. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. I get fired up when people come after you uh, for your audios, but that only confirms you're doing something right. The truth can be hard, pill to swallow, it seems now, narrows the way. God bless, Sandra. Okay, so um, then, there's, then there's this one. Uh, Another longtime listener, she doesn't live too far away from me, Um, and this is entitled, I've lost three unjabbed, unjabbed Christian friends this week, week. Then she says to me, now again, I'm not giving away, I'm just giving away first names here. Scott is in the hospital, very sick. Janice is also very sick. Both very longtime listeners, okay? Okay. Both live in my state of North Carolina. Okay, that's all I'll say. Please pray for them. Then she says, I am deeply concerned for both Janice and Scott. Scott became so sick and his daughter took him to the hospital. Janice is still at home, very sick and struggling. And I'll I'll give you an update. Scott passed away. He was the one that went to the hospital. I don't know all the things surrounding it. I didn't really prod Janice for any. I just sent her the protocol. Said here, take it. Free. You can have it. Here's my protocol for it. Um. You know, I don't want this to happen. To anybody, you know. Uh, anyway. Then she goes on to say, I've lost three unjabbed Christian friends this week. Now that wasn't including Scott that, Passed away like, you know, within a week of her writing this. So that was four, four, within about probably about ten days. And if Janice would have went into the hospital, she probably wouldn't be here either. And I haven't you know talked to her about that, but I think she'd probably agree. Based on everything that we've been covering, um, she said the true church is under siege. Now I'm gonna. My, my whole thing on this is that this is why I've been begging my listeners to keep their immune systems at some type of higher level because guys, we're dealing with a bio weapon. So if you're the average person, even if you're unjabbed and you have any kind of immune system issues and you have any kind of deficiencies in D3, vitamin C, calcium, magnesium, iodine, zinc, selenium, all the things I've went over, and you're around one of these walking bioweapon production factories, which are the vaxxed, and they shed on you, and maybe you've got a whole bunch of people that are shedding on you that you're not aware of, then you can succumb to this. I don't know if her unvaxxed friends died in the hospital. I didn't ask her, but the fact is is they died, and they were unvaxxed. And this is why I'm putting my protocol at the end of all my teachings. Again, I give you links to the procs. They're not links you can order off of. But if you want to find them online and order them that way, that's fine. I am not in this for the money. Okay? If you want to order them for me, great. But I, I, I'm even getting to the point where it's like, you know, I can only do so much business in that regard and still maintain the ministry. So either way is fine with me. I just want you to be on some type of supplement protocol where you're trying to maintain a higher level immune system. Okay. So this doesn't happen to you. Um, in that regard, let me just go ahead and read a couple. Okay. So what I'm going to do is these are going to be my next newsletter I put up, but I'm not going to put them in this news in this PDF. Okay. I, I don't, have time right now to format everything and go through this. But these are some of the things I've received, I don't know, in the last week or so. Um, longtime listener Ryan M. emailed me and he said, Both parents got the Rona, meaning the Corona, but I'm so happy that I discovered you, Scott, 12 years ago. I learned enough from you to heal them. Invive is God's gift. That's the Invive silver. Okay. And, um, I believe that. I believe God led me to that product. I've told you the testimony about it. I've never relented. I've never changed my stance on it. Uh, You know, when Taylor was fighting off this thing this last time, the silver is what really just knocked it out. Uh, Everybody's different, though. Everybody I've found a lot of times will respond differently to different protocols. But for a lot of the people, the silver seems to be the thing that is like the the silver bullet, I guess, if you could say that, I guess, pun intended, Um, the website um, is dr, like doctor, hyphen, or the dash symbol, johnson.com, okay, and it'll change, as soon as you put it in, it'll change, and if I've had to do that for some weird thing, because I, I don't know if we were being censored or something, I don't know. But my pay grade. So then I got another email um, from another very long-time listener uh, slash customer. And um, he said, hope you are both doing well. Just wanted to get some more supplements. I have to say, we've been on your supplements for so many years. And we have been sick maybe twice in all those years with a smiley face. Uh, Another one came in a couple days ago from another listener and um blessings to you and taylor i just want to give you an update and know that i've fully recovered and i'm doing well seeing people dying like russ and rob rob skiba and russ Dizdar, and others is now very sobering looking back now i'm realizing more and more the gravity of the situation i really believe my life was spared and my children too i'm so grateful to the lord for that and for you and all your help and again guys i'm not i'm not reading you this to blow my own horn. I'm really not. I just want you to understand that people are being helped and that this can be overcome. And a lot of times, especially if these things are already in your system, it's not that hard. Even though this is a bioweapon, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And I'm telling you, the body can do amazing things if you just give it the right stuff. Okay? So, I mean, you know, anyway, he says, then he goes on to say, I did your full protocol and the silver you sent me and began to recover right away. Though some of your symptoms did linger for a while. I have chickens that got sick. Interestingly, at the same time, well, I think the animals can get sick. And so I did baby doses with them, the uh chickens, and they recovered as well. Yeah, a lot of times what you can do is just put some drops in um, like dogs or cats or I don't know how you how you give chickens water. I'm not 100% sure on that, but you could probably do it that way. Um, and I've had a lot of people, now if it's super serious, you might have to actually, you know, give it to them, like, by try to give it to them by mouth, putting it in their mouth or whatever. But it doesn't taste that great. But, you know, animals, I, I would probably, you know, just, just stick with, like, lower dosages. Uh, I mean, especially body weight stuff. Now, there's a um, a chart, and it's basically a dosing chart for infants and children. It's, it's essentially the same for um animals as it is for infants because you go by body weight, okay? And i tell you what I'll do, just because I'm thinking about it now, I'm gonna go ahead and put that that little chart in the um, PDF for, for today's date. And then that way, if somebody wants that chart, then they can have access to it. Okay, so I did you one better and I posted Um, Okay. It will be, and this is make it real simple for you for the date of November 8th. I posted this before, but I'm going to post it again today for November 8th, 2021. Um, And also just so you know, the the silver has at least a 25 year shelf life. At least it's probably more like a hundred. They've never had a bottle go bad guys. And the company's been around since 93. Show me any silver out there that can last that long. It's because of the, mole, they're called molar ratios in the silver that this doctor who was an MD actually discovered and said, God showed him how to do it. Nobody's ever figured out how to do it. That's why no other mild silver protein on the market, any other mild silver protein silver on the market has any kind of shelf life because they've never figured out how to stabilize it. Only in vive lasts basically for who knows how long. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, the product is blessed of God it really is it's it's crazy um anyway um so at the end of this teaching you're going to see what i standardly do which i give you my recommended protocol for covid19 and shedding from the covid vaxxed and you're going to see all the the nutrients the protocol and some other verbiage the vitamin c the the d3 the calcium magnesium the zinc the knack The NAC is what primarily will get the metals and the graphene oxide out of the body. The fulvic acid, which helps get metals out. The quercetin, which helps the immune system and drives zinc into the cells, much like hydroxychloroquine, which is really cool. And then the natokinase, which you take on an empty stomach and that prevents the blood clotting aspects of it. Um, Then one of the products I have for the lungs and lung infection support. And then the parasite protocol i added in because i really feel like it's important that parasites are addressed because there's parasites in the shots guys and and people can transfer those and i these are these are some extra special evil parasites okay (laughs) that we've talked about recently they're not good i tell you how to take all the stuff pretty much i mean the parasite protocol at least and then i give you the actual mild silver protein the Invive mild silver protein protocol for coronavirus or whatever basically one teaspoon every four hours till asymptomatic half dosage for children but we can get more specific hold each dose under the tongue for three to four minutes before swallowing you can use organic peppermint oil to kill the taste and if you had somebody that was literally on death's doorstep you could do a tablespoon every four hours but it's it's imperative you hold each dose under the tongue for at least three to four minutes the stuff's expensive um and you'll just get a lot better absorption it'll go right into the bloodstream sublingually anyway then after that i give you my protocol for lung infections how to nebulize the silver then for sinus infections how to actually um well you can use the nebulizer on that too or they've even got the uh the little nasal sprayers that atomize stuff then for ear infections now i honestly if you had an infection like in your throat and in your upper respiratory i recommend doing all this lung sinus and inner ear, and even you can even do the ones for pink eye, which is only 50 part per million silver. The reason is is you're hitting it from like every angle. You're hitting it from the ears. You're hitting it through the nasal cavities. You're hitting it sublingually into the bloodstream. Uh, you're 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 going to get absorption, okay? Regarding this, and then the Invivid silver dosing chart for children and babies. And then what about dosing chart for animals there? And I, I wrote in here, there's no, it's no different for humans. It's no different than for humans. See the chart above for children and babies regarding max dosage according to body weight. It's all given to you here, how to break it down by body weight and how to divide the dosages. Okay. And then I give you my presentation on mild silver protein and Avian flu and and time preparedness prepper mega study part one, two, three, and four. Anyway, I give you all that stuff. And, um, I've given this a uh, I've given this stuff out before. It's just I'm adding it to this particular PDF for uh November 8th, 2021. Okay, so I covered all that. So I don't have to recover that territory again. Now I'm going to go back to this report because I, I think I'm going to get everything done in this t- in this part. I thought I was going to have to go to four parts. Thank God. I got it all in three. So anyway, the, the lady that lives near me my longtime listener that told me about janice and scott she said she goes on to say i fear for his life i I believe she's talking about scott for many years that the u.s health system was corrupted by big rx meaning you know big prescription big pharma and the larger insurance companies the kill program has been implemented all americans are at risk i have two very close christian Physician friends who got out of the system eight years ago when abomination pushed so hard for revamped healthcare systems. My sister was the assistant pathologist at a Virginia morgue. Excuse me, for 12 years. By 2020, she was not doing autopsies after COVID started. Imagine that. Because they don't want any diagnosis other than COVID killed them. And we've talked about that many times. Only in special cases did she assist. And as we know, all the deaths were attributed to COVID. She was moved to a laboratory in the hospital for a few weeks and then put on leave. She was more than suspicious and knew something was very wrong as the hospital became almost empty. And two whole floors became very quiet. COVID wards with only a few patients, but lots of drama with all the new specialized nurses. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. The ones that sell their soul. To Satan, usually the traveling ones that, you know, are willing to do all the shots and do whatever they're told and not talk back. It's you know, this serious, serious blood money. I've talked about that too. Most of the regular nurses were strongly encouraged to take leave with pay for several years. More and more contact tracked, and traveling nurses had slowly replaced the local nurses that had been at the hospital for years. And I, again, I just said that in a recent study. I got confirmation from a whole bunch. Of my nurses that I personally email to get their feedback on this that are my listeners or not they're all not all nurses but they're in like the medical profession in some capacity. So this is just conf- more confirmation what I've said. My sister often commented that things were changing and she hardly saw a familiar face at work. I've heard that over and over in the last year plus. This began happening shortly after a large corporation called Centara. Sinat- bought out many Norfolk area hospitals and auxiliary healthcare. See, this whole thing about the takeover and the New World Order, this is so deep and so multi-pronged and, and so pervasive that I, I have I have probably done a ho- horribly poor job presenting the true big picture of what's really going on. As hard as I try, I'm sure i failed on many levels to properly convey to you the, the enormity of the satanic system being implemented right now. It's just, I'd have to have a daily broadcast with teams of researchers to do that, you know? Anyway, and then she ends up, ends up by saying all part of the plan to weaponize all healthcare. Yep, I couldn't agree more. Okay, you know, I didn't finish reading the things I said I was gonna read on the testimonials. Anyway, the, the one listener had said, I have chickens that got sick, interestingly, at the same time. Sorry, I'm jumping all around. So I did baby doses on these chicken, and they recovered as well. But three died before I had the silver, but the others pulled through. Thank the Lord, because the others died a gruesome death. In other words, the ones that didn't have the silver, they died a gruesome death. Um, I don't know what they had, but they were weak, and they seemed to not be getting enough oxygen. Well, yeah, I mean, it'll suck the oxygen right out of you. Uh very strange and horrible i want to keep the silver on hand for them too then another listener long time listener uh david who is a uh uh, sergeant retired i believe ssg retired i'm probably messing that up sorry he said i just want to let you know i had a cracked tooth that abscessed and went septic now that is bad when something goes septic that can kill you means like an infection in the bloodstream that if left unchecked can kill you. Any time you hear septic, it's bad. okay? And that can happen with an abscess tooth. There was no pain, so I didn't catch it. but I had a big knot on my gums and I only discovered after it went septic. I know it went septic because my temperature dropped. I was soaked with cold sweats and diarrhea and had a terrible headache. I reached for the 5,000 part per million in Vibes silver. I took two and a half droppers um two times a day which really isn't that much it's not that much and in two days i had the infection beat well praise the lord see i don't want to give even invive the credit i, I just want to give god the credit okay um in all thy ways acknowledge him and he should direct thy and he shall direct thy paths you know so i took two and a half droppers two times a day and in two days the infection was beat i by day three i was back to normal and by day five, the infection in the tooth was 100% gone, and he really wasn't taking a big dose at all. Um, the dentist was able to pull the tooth today, and he couldn't believe I didn't use pharmaceutical antibiotic. I'm telling you guys, you can do it. You you, you don't have to rely on, you know, the medical system. I understand you break a leg or something, or emergency, I, I get it, I understand. Thank God for it. But I'm talking about, you know, th- this stuff can be, can you imagine if they actually use this stuff in the hospital? Well, they used to. They used to use mild mild silver protein with the MDs back in the early 1900s. They used to prescribe it. Used to be able to go get it for infections. But then the modern day advent of the antibiotics came and they were like, you know, the silver's curing stuff that, you know, we really want them to have reoccurring infections. And antibiotics give you that because it destroys your flora and hurts your immune system. And it sets you up for more candida and reinfections because of the way it works. So they brought antibiotics in you know another thing they couldn't figure out how to do back then was stabilize the mild silver protein remember i said before about stabilizing it they it only had a shelf life of one or two weeks they would prescribe it they would compound it either in the medical office or you take it to a pharmacist they would do it back in the day i even had a guy in the proxy club tour an old timer company and he said yep they used to do it i i remember getting it you know and um but it was very unstable and, and you had to consume all of it within like a couple of weeks or it would start falling out of solution. And when that happens, it's not really good anymore. And you don't have to worry about that within Vive because the shelf life's like through the roof. So anyway, Oh, also I've got, I've got plenty in my personal stock. So anybody thinking that I, I know I'd said, I don't know, six months ago that I, I had run out, I had sold out, but I got, I've got plenty of all the strengths now pretty much. So, um for anybody that orders from me personally Uh, anyway um he said it saved my life as it got pretty bad fast and i was able to stay away from the er i've got a whole now i've got a whole document on my testimonies on the silver it I, i started way late i only started that document like two or three years ago and i let so many testimonials go by that i should have been putting in there um my hindsight's 2020 20. anyway um so that's that's that and for that and let's go back to this report um actually i can't believe i'm gonna get this done in three parts praise god uh covid vax headlines and these are just some big time vax headlines that i've seen in the last week or so new york city vax fallout less cops more trash firehouses closed out of service 26 Firehouses shut down over job mandate. 150 fewer ambulances. New Jersey hospital mandates boosters. Canadian pastor Arthur Pulowski refuses to obey fascist Canadians' gag order. Says he's prepared to go to prison. I know there's been updates on that, but I, I just can't even get to it all now. Um, 8,000 employees of the world-famous Mayo Clinic with headquarters in Rochester, Minnesota, has sent warning letters to 8,000 employees who have not yet taken the kill shot. U.S. Senator Drops Bombs says military members who refuse to get vaccinated risk dishonorable discharge and will lose their right to vote and even own guns. This is how insane this is. Then Coca-Cola's enticing workers with $2,000 to get the kill shot. Then man killed by police, his home burned after SWAT team shows up over tall grass. That was just put in there because of the Big Brother headlines. And now there was more to it than that. I mean, he ended up whatever, but I mean, it was ultimately it was over tall grass that this happened, and then he escalated the situation, and then they killed him. Anyway, family suing after son is vaccinated at school without their consent. Uh, then New York police, firefighters, paramedics are resisting the vaccine mandate. Mandate. Uh, healthcare workers speak out why they would rather lose their jobs than take the COVID nineteen vaccine. Unvaccinated hospital staff. Um, are the only ones telling the truth regarding the vaccine? Yeah, that uh, would make sense. Uh, Injuries—they're uh, telling the truth regarding injuries as they prepare to leave the medical system. And then this was a video which was entitled "Tricks Used to Deny Your Religious Exemption." So, now, granted, I've put out my legal doc on this, but it's ever expanding, ever growing. I need to—I need—I need to take a lot of these documents and just refresh them and. Put them up on the website. It's just finding the time to do it. Um, but you can always you can always email me and I'll pop it over to you. Um, then another longtime listener. Listener healthcare professional comments about the mass exit firing of good nurses in America that are being replaced. And um it's a, he says, uh, hi Dr. Johnson. Yesterday I was speaking to a nurse who's close to retirement but she has a daughter who's fresh out of nursing school works at the university of colorado campus she told me she'd have to talk her daughter out of this career if she would have known things would be the way that they are she told me that 96 nurses on her daughter's floor alone quit within the last few months due to the covid mandates just on one floor okay I didn't ask her which floor her daughter worked on though but she did say there's been a nursing shortage that began prior to the scandemic because many would graduate from nursing school only to resign from their jobs and even quit nursing altogether shortly after starting their quote careers so beyond the kill shot mandates she said this is mostly due to highly the highly stressful working conditions such as many hospitals giving nurses far too many patients per person during their shifts, which makes it difficult to give optimum care and attention to each patient, especially when they're just learning their job. She also said it's well known in the field that the nurses eat their young and are cruel to the newer, younger, now not everybody I'm sure, but I'm sure some, that nurses eat their young and are cruel to the newer, younger nurses fresh out of school. She said COVID has obviously caused all these problems to explode out of control in recent months, creating a surge in nursing shortage that is, that was already bad enough. Now, remember, that part was beyond the kill shot mandates causing the exodus. So there's other reasons. But what she told me next was so shocking, I'm only telling you, in hopes that you can verify this because I know you talk to a lot of nurses. She said they are offering travel nurses up to $7,000 per week to work at some of these hospitals. $7,000 a week. I had to clarify. I I thought she meant $7,000 a month. No. She said that's on... That's on pace to what a doctor would make, the 7K per per week. If this is true, it makes total sense why so many nurses say they've been working with a bunch of people they've never seen before and are training them. The hospitals can can afford it because of the insane profits from the satanic COVID protocols. Yeah, that blood money, man, it's, it's, it's rolling in. Also, the veterans who are paid the most are the ones quitting their jobs and refusing the jobs, while the youngest demographic seems to be the most brainwashed and have no problem with getting and giving as many kill shots as they're told to do so. Have you heard of this? Have I missed something? Now, we've already verified this so far, but then I put this out to my other nurses. One longtime nurse, Patricia, who I've read many times, she says, okay, my former employer is offering something similar, twenty dollars or $30,000 sign-on bonus. That's just the sign-on bonus for any BSRN who is vaccinated. This is only for vaccinated, though. It is because so many people put their foot down and would not do this. They knew they were going to walk. And when they started advertising this, so they started advertising this twenty dollars to $30,000 sign-on bonus about two months ago. Now, this is a little bit. that was She wrote me down on October 5th. That's why I said I'm behind. I'm finally catching up tonight. I'm really not caught up but I'm I'm kind of caught up I'm kind of catching up. Another nurse said long-time listener. They said to me $7,000 a week is actually on the lower end of what the travel S the they're called strack FEMA RNs and RRTs are being paid here in Southwest Texas. It's on the lower end. We have a whole hospital here full of travel RNs, registered nurses, travel. Remember what we said about travel? Because they they want, I believe they would want the travel nurses because if one hospital starts to to suffer shortages, they can they can be shuttled around to do their, you know, to give out the kill shots and, and to keep their mouth shut. Most are not good nurses and are just here for the money. I've been in the medical field for 15 years. Then another longtime listener, Kelvin. Says to me, yes, it's true. Here in Texas, a nurse can make 150k a year and it's rising. (laughs) Oh my word. This was sent to me, but I work for the VA. And it says, Dear Kelvin, Jerry at you know blah 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 blah.com recently reached out because they thought you were a great fit for the opportunity at all all med search. Um, and it says that. Um, respond now to confirm your request. Responding to this email also lets other recruiters know you're open to new opportunities. Registered nurse gets a $20,000 sign-on bonus. Opening at All Med Search. Okay. <laughs> Here's another nurse. Um, she said these are all longtime listeners. She said it's true. Nurses are leaving in droves to take travel assignments. They get huge bonuses and money for room and board, making thousands of week thousands a week. The one caveat to this travel nursing companies do not allow religious exemptions and you must be vaccinated to join any travel nursing company. Of course, they don't allow religion. I mean, you know, can't be a Christian or if you are, you got to have your morals totally compromised and, you know, and then you must be vaccinated to join any travel nursing company. So at the end, so so said the end of the day, it's all blood money. So there's all these different people that I've heard from that are longtime listeners, some of its firsthand some of its second hand that are all confirming the exact same thing about this what we've talked about and then the last report here and i'm running out of time so this is really good timing warning biden white house has instructed osha to not record adverse reactions to the covid 19 vaccine to make you think it's like a- now you know there's a long time that i was pointing out and, and remember how i was putting out all the death st- uh statistics on the COVID and then and the, and the kill shot you notice how I haven't been doing that lately because I haven't been getting the updated stats and the updated stats I have been seeing aren't like, they don't seem like they're complete anymore. It'll give me like one thing. They're not going up at the rate that they should be going up. Like, I think I got up to like 17,000 deaths from the COVID kill shot, supposedly. You should easily be able to add a couple zeros onto that. And then now nah, it's just kind of like, ah, you know, whatever. We're going to just say, you know, cap it out there probably. I just haven't seen much lately on it. And this would kind of make sense because they want to just continue the cover-up and they just want to, you know. So this goes to say, our adverse reactions to the COVID-19 vaccine recordable on the OSHA record-keeping log? The Frequently Asked Questions section of the COVID-19 states on OSHA.gov. Quote, DOL and OSHA, as well as other federal agencies, are working diligently to encourage COVID-19 vaccinations. OSHA does not wish to have any disappearance of discouraging Uh, any appearance of discouraging workers from from receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. So, in other words, lie to them. In other words, don't show them the true stats because we don't want to discourage any of our workers from receiving the kill shot. And also does not wish to disincentivize employers' vaccination efforts. This is so evil and corrupt when I'm reading you, but evidently it's just like they're very matter-of-fact about it. As a result, OSHA will not enforce 29 CFR 1904's recording requirements to require any employers to record worker side effects from the COVID vaccine COVID-19 vaccination at least through May of 2022. And then they'll probably extend that. This is this is so insane. This is so criminal. We will re- reevaluate the agency's position at that time to determine the best course of action for Satan. I'm sorry, uh, uh, for moving forward. Sorry, I put the Satan in there. Uh, so Occupational Health and Safety Administration, OSHA, which falls under the jurisdiction of the Department of Labor, or DOL, is instructing federal agencies not to record adverse reactions or side effects. I would imagine that would include death from the Wuhan coronavirus vaccine. Kill shot. At what point, I am asking you, do people wake up from their self-induced end-time slumber and begin to understand what's actually going on? I mean, honestly, the deception is so thick and so apparent, you would have to be deaf, dumb, and blind not to see it. Now, I'm not saying that to my listeners. They are different ministries, kind of right in different ways. Okay, anyway. Anyway, on one hand, you have the Biden vaccine mandate, which forces 100 million Americans to receive the jab, whether they want it or not, or need it obviously nobody needs it and being that's being carried out by the department of labor on the other hand the very same department of labor has told osha the occupational health and safety administration to stop keeping records of adverse reactions to the covid vaccines because people will not want to take it if they knew how many adverse reactions and deaths were actually occurring well i guess if you were satan and you could get away with this garbage you'd probably do it too is that insane or i i just i can't even believe what i'm reporting where is the outrage in the streets where are the christians who rightly connect the vaccine with the mark of the beast? now he's connected with the mark of the beast I, i guess that it's mark of the beast like it's not the mark of the beast tons of biblical reasons why that's not the case anyway and shouting at you not to take take it Instead, we have the 2020 coalition of over 2,700 Laodicean lukewarm evangelicals join forces to urge Christians to not resist the coming COVID vaccine and the implantable biometric ID, Biologos Foundation, and that devil that I've reported. Just kidding, Biologos, B-I-O-L-O-G-O-S. I've reported on this devil, this organization of Laodicean pastors. These are prominent, prominent pastors probably on the FEMA clergy response team to boot, telling their parishioners to not resist the COVID vaccine. At the time, it was the coming COVID vaccine. Now it's here. And the implantable biometric IDs. They're going to tell them to go along with the beast system, obey Romans 13. doesn't matter what revelations and doing. All that matters is you do whatever the government tells you to do, no matter how evil and satanic it is. Makes perfect biblical sense to me. We're in the end times. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness according to 2 Thessalonians Thessalonians chapter 2. We're there. I I hate to say it. So um, that's all we have for today. Thank God I was able to get through all this. Remember the extra information I told you about on the silver is available at the end of this PDF. Okay? So, God bless you. I'm not sure 100% if I'm going to be doing a teaching next week or not. Um, It's either going to be next week or the week after, Lord willing. And uh, God bless you, and we will see you soon, Lord willing.